Hello. Hi, hello. How are you? Good. Hey, Charlene. It's so good to see you. I love that countdown. It like builds the anticipation <laughs> to having the conversation with you. It does. It's like a little party. All right. We are attempting live live. I think we are live live. So um, it. check it out on our it's the real YouTube deal. channel. Right. I know, right? This is all so, real. <laughs> so hi, everyone. I am Charlene. And Helen and I are here talking about two lines today, talking about best practices in your business to get you ahead. And today we are talking about trust. Where does it come? How do we build it? Do we even need it in the workplace? Uh, so well, let's start there. He's like, where do you think trust even comes into play in, in the workplace? Look, I think trust is fundamental to all human relationships, right? If you don't have trust, you cannot build on anything to move ahead at, at all, right? Even if, even if you don't trust yourself, right? Even if you don't have that trust with with yourself, you can't accomplish anything. So trust to me, it's fundamental to any working relationship. I don't think you can have uh, an effective, good, productive workplace without having trust between employees. Do you think so or not so much? Yeah, I think there's different levels of trust. I trust you to A, but not B. Sometimes um, I, with my kids, like I trust that I know that you stole snacks from the pantry. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that trust? That's just you knowing everything. Yeah, that's just like a different use of that word, trust. <laughs> I know, I know. And you're like, how did you know? And I'm like, I know everything. Um, I, it, and it's, it's interesting to me to think about trust in a work context because I firmly believe you need it, but I also think it really takes time to build. And it comes after, it, it, it's we can all say on day one and maybe that's true on day one everyone has a certain level of trust you are hired you're part of a team um but to really sort of dig in and feel like that partnership and working with someone i, I think that takes time and and people proving themselves and and you proving yourself as a manager as well I think so. And I think it starts with the little things, right? And I think it's hard as a manager to trust someone. So I would, my advice to managers would be start small, give a small task and see how it goes, right? But I think also as employees, um, you have difficulty with that because you'll get a small task and you'll feel like, oh, my boss isn't trusting me. That's why they're giving me the small task. But the truth is that that trust gets built by doing that small task to the absolute best of your ability. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think it's like one of those where even if we don't mean to subconsciously, we're like, here's a task you did so well. And I'm like, great. I trust you to do a little bit more. Or it came back a few times. And, and I think for me, it's not, um, I am very task oriented, but it's not necessarily the success of the task, but it's like how you interacted, right? Did you do it wrong and never stop to ask for help, which is definitely a mistake I made at my first job, right? I was like, I did something, I did a job and I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I just was like, I can do this. Um, and, but so did you get a task? Did you come back and ask questions when you needed? Is it easy, you know, or, or it, I hate to say it, but sometimes it does matter if you're easy to work with, right? Like, is it is it easy communication? Those, in my mind, those kinds of things build trust of like, oh, great, they didn't know what they're doing, no problem. But I can, like, they came and they asked me and we had a conversation, we're able to build towards success. I actually think that's the hardest thing to do as an employee, whether you've been there for many years or whether it's your um, 
it's your first week on the job because you are making yourself vulnerable and saying, I made a mistake, my bad. And I think people think that when they say that, it shows that they are not, they don't have the expertise that they need to have. But the reality is that if you are honest, it shows confidence and it shows that you are somebody who's trustworthy. And that's the basis of trust, right? Because your boss will know, even if you don't know how to do it, you're going to step forward. You've got character. You've got, and I think that that is the hardest thing to do because the minute you say you don't know how to do it, then you wonder whether you're good enough for the role at all. Yeah, I I think that is such a hard, it's so hard to stop and ask how to do something, especially, especially early in your career, but frankly, anytime, right? Anytime that we think that like we're doing great, or we don't know how to do something We're it's almost the opposite effect, right? Like we're worried we're going to lose the trust when we ask for help. But then on the other hand, that's probably what, what builds bridges and, and gains trust. It is true. I do think that is what builds bridges, but kudos to anyone who can do it. I will tell you a story. Um, I sat on a board once upon a time, and in this board, we had a a director who was constantly making mistakes and coming in front of the board and not delivering what you needed her to deliver. She just was not doing the job. Yet she would come in front of the board and say, my bad, my fault, I did the wrong thing, my fault. And the crazy part is that this board had such trust in her that they're like, you know what? Not everyone is perfect. Not everyone has everything. Not everybody knows how to do everything. And so we want this person because we know that this human being is going to be honest with us, is going to do the job and knows where her limits are. And we can help support that person with somebody else. So I am 100% agree with you. What do you do if you're in a working relationship where, um, you know, sometimes we can feel it, right? We know we're not getting the jobs we want. We feel that we aren't getting, um, there isn't trust there. Is there a way to repair it? Or at one point, is it, is it too hard and you have to move on? Well, that, that's an interesting question. I think that's when, if you're in a large corporate setting, that might be the time to, uh, go to, uh, a supervisor or someone who might be giving the workloads and, and spreading out the work and saying, Hey, you know, I haven't received this kind of work. Can you help out? Because it could be that it's not a function of trust. You're not getting the work. You're perceiving it, that they're not trusting you, but really what's going on is that, um, Maybe they're not thinking of you because they are more comfortable giving the work to somebody else. Maybe the supervisor is just isn't good at training. So it might not be a function of you not being trusted, but a function of that supervisor not delegating work appropriately. So sometimes in a larger setting, you you could do that. I do recommend, though, always to be direct communication with the person who you want to get the work from. I think that's got to be the first line of defense. Yeah, I think you said it so accurately. It's such about how do we communicate with those around us and and the feedback loop, like that's hard, right? I think one of the hardest things we have to do, and I'm always of the mind of like, I'm super conscious of feedback because I'm like, where, what is the the outcome I want to get? And is giving the feedback actually even going to get the outcome I'm looking for? So what, when, which, That'll be a whole other podcast. So I I think in this case, if you are an employee that feels like there is no trust, absolutely set that time. Hopefully you're having um, ongoing set times with your manager where you can 
be kind um, and honest and say, you know, I, I'm trying to think if someone came to me and said, hey, I feel like you don't trust me with that. They're, I'm pretty transparent. So the prob the answer is probably like, yeah, I don't trust you with that. And so the question is, you know, how do you, if you start to have open communication, how do you accept that, right? When you're willing to ask the question. So someone comes to me, right? And says, hey, it feels like you're not trusting me with X project. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm not because you kind of messed up the last project. And we talked about it. So then I, you know, so then let's say I share some version of that with somebody working for me. Um, you have to be ready to take that too, right? If the answer is, yeah, we haven't built that trust yet. Um, thank you for coming to me and I appreciate it. Um, you have to be ready to to hear the feedback. Don't, you know, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. I'm like a firm believer in that. That That's actually a really good, good point because I think about how often do we go to someone asking for that feedback, which we think we want honest feedback, but really we've got the arguments in our head ready to defend ourselves and say, but that's not true. I did this and I helped you with that and I'm really great at what I do. And so we already have the argument going, trying to say, hey, listen, we've, and the truth is you have to acknowledge if you're asking someone a question and there's a breakdown, you have to acknowledge that you're playing a part in that breakdown, because it's always a relationship. Even if the part you're playing in the breakdown is the inability to make yourself be seen appropriately. So you did what you were supposed to do, but the other person didn't perceive it as such, right? So even if it is that you didn't do, that's still on you, right? That's still, I think, yeah. a bit on you in that relationship. Let me ask you, Charlene, would you go to your coworker if you think your boss is not trusting you? Would you, would you talk to, to the other people around? That you think that you're not trustworthy? So I think the solid answer is you should not, right? Like the quickest way to not be trustworthy is to go around and, and gossip, right? But I, I think that there's um, this idea that like you can build camaraderie with your peers, right? Which I would say this is not a great way to do it, but also a fact of life, this is sometimes the way we do it. We like, oh, can you believe X, Y, Z did whatever? Um, so... Uh, so I would say that, if look, if the root of the question that we're talking about today is trust, then you want to be open, transparent, and honest. And going to the other people about somebody else is not going to, it may be like, you know, a feel-good high in the moment of like, yeah, everyone agrees with me. Nobody, this person doesn't trust anybody. But in the long run, I, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. So I, I so then how do you get that advice on how should I be, excuse me, how should I be approaching my, my manager, right? Because I think a lot of times people go and ask help from their, from their coworkers, not always just to vet, but also because they're trying to figure out how am I, how am I going to approach this person? Have you had this issue before? So, so my question is, how do you get yeah. that feedback then if you can't, it's not done in the vein of gossip. You're trying to do it in the vein of what's the best way to approach. So how do you get that advice and not lose your trustworthiness? Because I agree with you. Gossiping yeah. is a surefire way to yes. not be trustworthy. I I don't remember where I heard this, but it was really good advice. So credit to whoever said this first is when you want to start with feedback, it's a good time to say, hey, can I 
ask you a question. Is now a good time to, it's time and place, right? Ask your supervisor, ask whatever. And I even do this with my kids, right? If I want to tell them something that I know is going to um, hurt them in the short term and be effective in the long term, I say, is, is now a good time for me to give you some feedback on X, right? And then they'll say, frankly, they'll say yes or no, right? And we take the temperature from there. I, I think that in essence, like trust is absolutely a two-way street. It's a little bit of time and building. It also is something that like it, you can build it, build it, and then you do something and you're starting over, which is heartbreaking and hard, especially when the, the intentionality behind it, like, you know, it's not there. And, and I think if you have a strong enough relationship with, with anybody, and again, builds over time, I would just ask the supervisor, if, if it's somebody who supervises a whole bunch of people and you're new to the team, absolutely be like, hey, hello, I really want to talk to our supervisor. There's, you know, I have some questions for them. Have you had any best practices? And the answer is may range from yeah, yeah, after they've had their coffee or like don't do it on a Friday or, or whatever it is. And I think soliciting the best way to talk to somebody that somebody else knows better is fine. I think as long as you're not crossing over into this is what they did and this is what I'm feeling. Right. I like, right, that's the difference. I really like how you ask for the advice without giving the details of the topic that you want to talk about. So yeah. I think like that's really the way to do it, right? And so that you also in that way get to understand how trustworthy your coworker is. Yeah. Well, are they giving you supportive advice or not? Or do they go off the rails and say, oh, what's the problem? And what's what? And I would say, be careful and be cautioned because everyone wants to know what's going on. That if they dig and say, oh, why is it? What do you want to do? What do you want to ask? I would say if you're new to the place, be very general. Oh, I'm just wondering. I just need to know. Like, I, I just want to, you know, just want to know generally if it's okay to go in and talk. I wouldn't ex divulge any details, not even to the people who you think are are close to you. I think it's. Yeah, I, I think, look, that's also the fastest way you find out when you're like, I only said this to this person and now this other person knows, which that's right. You know, we've all had happen. And I'm I'm like a pretty. When I when I'm like, oh, I told this person that, and now you're saying it to me. I now know this was good learning for me. I know now I cannot trust you. And and not trusting someone doesn't mean that you don't have to have a bad relationship with them, right? It just means they're not going to be your go-to person for emotional support and connection. You can absolutely have a positive and and probably superficial relationship or learn to know what you can trust them on. Um, but it's really just about, about navigating. That's true. And I would say, since we, we are nearing the end of our day together, I would say, Hey folks, listen, be careful when it comes to matters of trust, be careful who you speak to, work hard to build it and know that you can trust Charlene and I here. If you have any questions, anything, we are safe because we're that objective outsider and that's always a great place to go. So trust us to be there for you on anything. I don't know, if, Charlene, you have any final words to say for the, for the week and advice? Yeah, I think always is, uh, enter into relationships open and honest and, and assuming everyone has the best of intentions because sometimes we lose that trust totally unintentionally and everybody really had such um, good things at heart. So so really like don't don't write people off, just be open um, with, with wide, you know, open eyed. I love that. I love that. Have big hearts and 
Have a good week, everybody. And until next week, you can find Two Minds Today anywhere podcasts are found. And of course, here on YouTube, as you will find us live every single week. And hey, remember to learn a little more every day. Thanks, guys. Bye.